your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome inside another edition of the Postcast presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Brandon Piller driving this bus solo as we wait for Ross Levitan who's on the Glebe Central Pub shuttle back from the game back to the Glebe Central Pub. As Sens fans, this was a tough one. This one hurts. A 4-3 loss at the hands of the Toronto Maple Leafs at home at the CTC. We all know there's nothing better than sending the Leafs fans home sad. Beat the traffic is always best, but it's the postcast. We vibe or we vent, and tonight we're venting. Because this was, by all means, a winnable game for the Ottawa Senators. I mean, they outshoot the Toronto Maple Leafs 41-22. to Austin Matthews is basically a zero in this game, only with one shot. He hit the post another time, but that's it. The Ottawa Senators come out of the gate flying 16 to 8. The shots in the first period, 8 to 5 in the second, and then a big push at the end in the third, 17 to 9, ultimately outshooting them 41 to 22. But unfortunately, it's just not enough as the Ottawa Senators lose 4 to 3 here to the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Leafs fans they always seem to infiltrate the building we even had to endure the pain of our own beloved Mark Mathot wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey it was absolutely disgusting he couldn't he couldn't even keep it on the full intermission O-Dog rocked the Sens jersey the whole intermission I mean when you get a choice like that you get to wear something nice like the 2D Black Sands home jersey, you're able to wear that for a full intermission. But Meth was like, I can't, I, you could see him crawling in his skin just having to wear that Leafs jersey during the intermission. But we'll forgive Meth on that one, not his fault. The boys let him down and the Leafs were able to take a 2 1 lead at the end of the second period. But this was a game where sometimes you just got to tip your hat to a good goalie, hashtag goalie friendly show, Joseph Wall, hat tip. Uh, for his sake, hope that he's he's not seriously injured, as that was kind of a weird play, a Rourke Charte backhander, routine save, nothing really happens, and Wall goes down immediately and then has to be helped off the ice. And at that moment, at least I was thinking, the Senators have a chance here. Like, it's 4-2 right now. Martin Jones, yes, the Martin Jones, the guy that basically gift-wrapped Tim Stutzla to the Ottawa Senators as a member of the San Jose Sharks years ago is put into this game cold. And there's still a bunch of time left. Like in my notes, I have it as like nine and a half minutes left when Joseph Wall has to leave the game here. So that's where you're hoping that you get Jones coming in cold. You're able to move things along here. Or my apologies, it was uh, was 3-2 at that point. Then the Leafs make it 4-2. And the Senators, they had their chances. Like uh, Josh Norris then had a breakaway all alone, low shot. That stopped. Rebound goes right to Brady. And Brady waits. He's patient. He tries to go five hole, but he can't get it there. And then the Sens pull the goalie 
And I can't believe this. They actually score with an empty net. Pretty a nice goal. Like they're patient. They're moving the puck around. They're creating pressure. And Sanderson with a smart, smart play holds on to it. Find Giroux open and Giroux fires it. I said on today's episode of the Locked On Senators podcast that Giroux always has good games up against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he has a goal here. So you'll love to see that from Claude Giroux. But unfortunately, just like a lot of games the Ottawa Senators have had this year where they get down early or they get down in the game in general and they make a big push at the end, but it's too little too late ultimately as they're not able to get another goal here. And the Ottawa Senators had a decent amount of time, 50 seconds with six on four as Benoit takes a high sticking penalty. And then I'm sure the rest of the Sens fans in the building were thinking, okay, six on four, we've already got one empty netter. Now we got a two man advantage. Let's see what we can do here. And ultimately they're not able to do it. I mean, even the production crew, was trying to help out the Sens here, dimming the lights on the Leafs, and uh, Leafs fans were losing their mind that the lights were dimmed at one point in this game. I'd like to hear from people in the game how much of a difference that, uh, people that were at the game, if you're in the chat, let me know how much of a difference that made and if it really seemed like it was kind of egregious. Because on TV, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, but uh, they did mention it for sure, and just log on to Twitter and you'll see Leafs fans will be talking about it uh, for sure. I mean, we don't even have hot water at the CTC. We can't be expected to keep the lights on for the entire game. Jeez. Um, that's something Michael Anlauer is probably going to look into for the new arena. Hot water and lights that work for a full 60 minutes. That's not a bad play when you're trying to have a successful franchise here. But it's, yeah, okay, people in the chats, oh, well, Nick Spence is saying threw him for a loop. Jonathan's saying it was nothing, to be honest. So a bit of uh, a bit of a conflicting uh, light debate here. Sudsy saying it was enough of a difference to throw you off. So that's fair. It, it probably wasn't huge, but it definitely was uh, some sort of uh, reaction there as the pl- Leafs players were, like, pointing up at the sky, like, okay, guys, we get it. Calm down. How about play some hockey? Don't worry about the lights for a second. Um but yeah, th- this one hurts because this is a game up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They had quite a bit of a break up since their last game up against the Boston Bruins. So the Sens are thinking, okay, let's get a team that's a little sleepy here. And the Leafs did seem sleepy coming out. Like I mentioned, Austin Matthews, usually a Sens killer, a non-factor in this game whatsoever. One shot, that's it. Didn't really notice him. Uh, Mitch Marner. Can't stand the guy, but man, is he a good player. He gets a nice goal in this one. And Josh Norris and Mitch Marner's goals were kind of similar. Like both of them, kind of two-line passes from a defenseman. Chikrin flips it up to Norris. He's able to stay onside, comes in for the breakaway. Norris goes five-hole to end the period. And then Mitch Marner, kind of a similar play where it's uh, Morgan Riley, although this time at the start of the second period, two-line pass, brings Marner on a breakaway, and he rips it past Forzy. And there was two goals here. That goal in, in particular, the Marner goal, and I'm trying to remember which other goal. I think it was three, the 3-1 goal or maybe the fourth goal, but there was another one. Oh, it was the fourth goal. A bad line change by the Sens. Two bad line changes end up costing the Senators here in a game that ultimately is decided by one goal. You can't have bad line changes like that when it allows players with the caliber like Mitch Marner to get in all alone. And then William Nylander on the fourth goal, he's able to bring it in on the far side, uses those players as a screen and rips it past Forzy to kind of put this one away here. So 
that's tough if you're the Senators, especially when you're at home. Like you can't be making those kinds of line changes. Not a, not a good look, that's for sure. And I really thought that the Ottawa Senators were going to be, be able to pick up momentum here and they were going to be able to push all the way back. They got so close at the end. Norris had a couple good one-timer opportunities, but even with Joseph Wool out of this game, they're not able to bury it and they lose this one 4-3. It would have been nice to get uh, a loser point here as the Toronto Maple Leafs are very familiar with the loser point. Uh, I mentioned in today's podcast, the last seven games the Leafs have played have all been one goal games, five of them going past regulation. So I thought maybe the Senators can at least push it to there and uh, come out with at least one point here. They're not able to do that. <sighs> the Ottawa Senators can't stay at 500. Like they're, they were a 10 and 10 team going into this game. Now 10 and 11, mind you, as uh, our mantra is recently, games in hand. The Ottawa Senators still have games in hand, but now 10 and 11 in 21 games. That makes things a little bit more difficult here, and especially as the Ottawa Senators are up against another division rival this weekend, this time on the road in Detroit up against the Red Wings. But for people that thought the Detroit Red Wings were going to get a boost with Patrick Kane coming in, uh, they just lost 6-5 to the San Jose Sharks. So maybe that's at least some sort of sign that you can kind of uh, have some relief knowing that the Red Wings aren't really popping off right now, or at least in their last game up against one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, no, the worst team in the NHL losing 6-5 here. So, and that that game was full of uh, goals in short spans, crazy. But back to the battle of Ontario. I don't know, maybe people in the chat, you can let me know if you feel the same way, but this was a pretty pedestrian game. Like, almost no physicality, not many hits, uh, like what what are the hit totals here 19 to 14 so that's actually kind of average I guess but just no scrums after the whistle nobody really seemed like they were they were upset or there was nobody that was like there's no hatred in these in these rivalries anymore at least this season the first game up against the Leafs was kind of a snooze fest this one was a bit of a snooze fest other than some uh, good opportunities and Joseph Wall making some big saves here but it's, it's just not the same battle of Ontario anymore. And I mean, you even look at the penalties. Like I know some people are, ta- are complaining about the refs with uh, the, the assist on the one play. But ultimately, I don't know if you can really say refing was the result of this game. There's only three penalties called here. Uh, the Ottawa Senators only get one power play at the end of the game. And the Leafs get two power plays throughout the game. So... This is not a, this is not a, a game where I'm going to trash the refs, and we don't talk about the refs on the show. You guys know that only once in a while when we're really pissed off. But I don't I don't really know where to point the blame in this game. Like guys in the chat, let me know where where you think the blame is here. Because even though you're looking at a Toronto Maple Leafs team that scores four goals on 22 shots, four Z, that's only good for 18 saves here. I'm I'm not necessarily putting this uh, no actually I'm I'm not going to put this game on Anton Forsberg like could he have played better could he have stolen this game for the Sens if he's a little more sharp yes absolutely any any goalie can really do that I mean look at look across the dice at Joseph Wool I would say Leafs fans would agree that he stole them this game a couple amazing saves that first glove save up against Tarasenko was an absolute 
beauty save. There's nothing you can do but give him credit there. Tarasenko's a wide open net, a great pass from Timmy. And Tarasenko, that's a guy that's hot right now. He's coming off a two-goal, one-assist game. You think he's going to bury those, but... That's one, and uh, Ross tweeted out from AtSense Central that uh, that's one where you want Tarasenko just one time that. But I think sometimes what players like to do, and this can be a smart play, is when the goalie's got to dive like that, hold on to it for just a split second, see what move the goalie's going to make, have him bite maybe on a on a little bit of a hezzy hay, a little bit of a hesitation, and then try to pick your spot. But Tarasenko's just not able to do it, whether... It's probably equal parts. Tarasenko not able to pick the spot and a good save by Wall. So you got to give it to him there. But then Tarasenko is just snake bitten by Joseph Wall in this game. Almost an identical play where it's a cross ice pass from Brandy. A no look pass. Beautiful pass by Eric Brandstrom. And then Tarasenko again with a great opportunity on the far side. And Joseph Wall gets the glove on him. So that's tough when that's the outcome of this game. And I really thought that with Joseph Wold coming out of this game and Martin Jones coming in, I was running to FanDuel to live bet the sense and irresponsibly betting the sense because I thought this was the wind of change. This was the karma that the sense needed. Of all goalies, it's Martin Jones that's coming in here. Like the Senators to be feasting on this guy and they can't. They get one goal on him late. Claude Giroux, the nice, uh, the nice goal at the end there, but the Leafs are able to get it done and they're able to leave this game with two points and no loser point for the Ottawa Senators, which is such a shame. If this is 10-10-1, at least you get the, the Gary Bettman 500, but the Ottawa Senators remain last in the Atlantic, last in the Eastern Conference. That stings coming out of my mouth. I got to I got to take a quick refresh of some rum and coke to wash that down because that's almost as bad as Mark Mathot wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. It's not as bad. Nothing is that bad, but it's almost as bad. Brutal. Brutal. Um, All right. It looks like Ross Levitan locked on Senators in the chat just about at the Glebe Central Pub. Perfect time, as our good friend Hot Lunch says. Time to shout out the Glebe Central Pub. You guys already know the postcast is presented by the Glebe Central Pub. They've been our OG sponsor of the postcast. We love the Glebe Central Pub, and you should too. Why? These guys love the Sens. They love the Sens so much, they've organized a Sens shuttle to take you to the game and back from the game. You get to start your night, have some dinner, have a couple beverages at the Glebe Central Pub, hop on the bus, $17. Now you might be thinking $17 each way, that's expensive. No, it's not $17 each way. It's 17 bucks for a round trip. You can't get a cab, you can't get an Uber, you can't get a Lyft, you can't get a, a ride from your friend and giving him gas money these days for that type of a deal. So you gotta love that from the Glebe Central Pub. Sue, an ultimate vet bus driver, she'll get you there in on time and she'll get you back as quick as you can so you can get some more food in you and a couple more drinks to either celebrate a victory or drown your sorrows. And that's what you can do at the Glebe Central Pub. It's located in the heart of the Glebe at 779 Bank Street. 
Go check out the Gleep Central Pub website to see all the dates they have the show going. But it's not just Sens games. They got lots of fun stuff going on. They got speed dating. They got, if you're into soccer, they get going for the soccer. They've got uh, battle bots is going on once in a while. They got trivia night. They got live music. Whatever it is you want, you can probably find it at the Gleep Central Pub, the neighborhood pub in the heart of the Gleep. Check it out today, guys. 779 Bank Street. It's the Gleep Central Pub. We're also presented by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's also North America's number one sportsbook. That's where I go to make my bets. And it's because they have the best app around. Go ahead, try other sports bet uh, sportsbook apps. You won't go back to them after you've tried FanDuel. FanDuel is safe, simple, secure, easy to use. Even a guy like me can use FanDuel. If I can do it, you can do it. And right now, new customers in the U.S. get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet win. It's $150 on a $5 bet if your team wins. So go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more and get in on the action. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go. Boots on the bus. It's Ross Levitan who had boots on the ground for this game, for this battle of Ontario. Ross, Ross, buddy, I know you had a... Are, are you muted right now? I'm trying to unmute you. It's not letting me do it. Oh, we're good. We're good. Ross, I know you Thanks, Sue. Right now. See you, Sue. Thumbs up. Absolute legend. There's Sue right there. She'll get you back to the pub. Ross, how how are we feeling after this one? Yeah, not great. You guys can hear me well? Yep, you're coming in clear. Looking yeah, good, okay. buddy. Gr- great time on the Glee Central Pub bus. There's a start today's show, Wes Dixon. People were saying hi to Wes tonight. He loved it. Hey, um, uh, speaking of Wes, just quickly, Wes called it. Key to the game. Tarasenko's got to stay hot. He's stay rolling. If Tarasenko scores those two goals, this is a Sens win. Oh, true. Right? Exactly. Oh, we got another citizen here in the mix, hey? He's live. Right right now. Say hi. Hey, Citizens, go. Citizens, go. There we go. Citizens, getting live in the mix here. We'll be right in. Um, yeah, honestly, you know, you leave that game, Pilsy, and you feel like the Sens deserve better. Those two gloves saved on Tarasenko, they end up being the difference. Brady on the breakaway hits bar. That was tough as well. I mean, you you want an extra save, but, like, at the same time, like, that's not the win and loss to me. I, I thought that this was one where, where, you know what, I go and I take a picture and I frame the deserve to win a meter over on Money Puck because I haven't looked at it. But I can already tell I'll you. Check it out for you. I'm gonna guess that it's 67. percent No, I'm not doing that on purpose. No 1967 jokes. No Leafs haven't won the cup in that long. No, those aren't those jokes. I honestly believe that's about what it is. What is it, Pilsy? You're pretty close. Uh, even it's further, Ross. 74 percent deserve okay. to win o meter for the Ottawa Senators. We love that. We love that. No, we actually hate it. Yeah, was I was gonna say I don't love it that much. No, no, it's disappointing. I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, put, put lipstick on a pig, Pilsy, as we say. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But like we've, we've seen the Sens play a lot worse and win games than they did tonight. Like that's the problem. In the yep. first period, in the first period, the puck was jumping a lot, and the Sens actually did a good job, I thought, of getting pucks out of midair. Giroux had a couple, and certainly you look at the goal, and and it's a bouncing puck that ends up being a breakaway. And Josh North makes no mistake. So 
I look I look at this game from a perspective of can you get another save? I don't think Forsberg was bad. I really don't think he was bad. But Wall was great and Forsberg was good. So yeah. that to me is where it kind of comes down to tonight. Yeah, and that's ultimately the difference in a in a four three game as Ross is enjoying the sights and sounds of Ottawa. No, Ross, even after a four three loss to the Leafs, no one is happier to be back in the nation's capital than Ross Levitan. The guy absolutely loves it. But Ross, what was the feeling like in the arena at the CTC when Joseph Wall goes down and our guy? Martin Jones is the guy that comes in. Like, what could you feel the anticipation around Sens fans feeling a buzz, being like, "This is our, this is the TSN turning point. We're getting back in this game." Or was it? Did it seem like the game was already out of reach at that point? Yeah, that's a great question, Pilsy. Thank you. But what I would say to that is, everyone felt like Ottawa had missed too many of their own opportunities to like get to. It was more when Giroux scores that beauty one timer yep. that it was like oh, shit, like, we got a minute 50 left, and then they drew the power play, and that's the moment where it's like, okay, they might be onto something here, and they hadn't tied a game late, but at the same time, we talked about it. Toronto been to overtime a million times, so it was like, yep. it almost felt like this was bound to be the game, that they score too late, you know, empty net, and tie it up, but it just wasn't meant to be, like, I... It's so easy, you know, and they're below 500. I tweeted out at Sen Central, like, nobody likes being at 500 or above it less than the Ottawa Senators. Like, they get so scared. It's like, what do we do? We're above 500. Like, what, what, what do we do? But if they play this game 100 times, Money Puck says they win at 74, and I believe it. Like, they were the better team. Yep. They won more puck battles. They got to more loose pucks. They had more scoring chances. But at the end of the day, it does not matter if you don't get two points or at least one because like it was a night where, yeah, you have games in hand. I got games right here, right here. Got the games. I got the games. But what I'm saying is you have to win them. And this wasn't even like, this was even better than games in hand. Tampa lost in regulation. Montreal loses in regulation. Like, these are the nights where you make your move. You're like, okay, statement win. We move up in the standings. No, they're still there. Sunk like the Titanic at the bottom of the Atlantic. Here, let me get one more. With, look. Sue. Please yeah. the park shuttle. Ross, verbal meme, the Ottawa Senators with games in hand trying to stay above 500. Kevin with the chili in the office. And just... Spilt all over the carpet here. I got games in that hand, man. We we desperately need these games in hand. because. Uh, but, Ross, the Detroit Red Wings, at least they lose. Now, mind you, that was an overtime loss, but to the San Jose Sharks. So, at least the Senators have a little bit of solace knowing, hey, we're going to Detroit, and they're coming off a loss to the worst team in the league. So, that helps a little bit. But let's let's stick on this game for a little bit longer here. Where did you where did you feel like this game went wrong for the Ottawa Senators? Like, is it just the fact that they run into a hot goalie and Joseph Wall and they're not able to beat him, or is there more to it? No, it's it's really that simple to me. And yeah. maybe I'm like simplifying it too much, but I actually thought. And even if even if you say like, look, the Norris breakaway, the Marner breakaway, they cancel each other out, right? Yeah, like I mentioned that. Yep. Off nothing plays that end up being a breakaway. They make no mistake. They get paid to score goals. I get it. Yep. If you look at, like, I'm sure offensive zone time was very skewed in Ottawa's favor. 
I think that the play was more so at that end. They were getting momentum-type plays. But then, like, I named three of them right off the bat. And, and they hit a post, too. Matthews rung the post. Yeah. Matthews' post landed in the eighth row. At the it point. sounded loud. Yeah. It was ridiculous. How- but other than that, like, Austin Matthews, a sense killer, like we talked about on today's show, was a zero. No, he's a zero. And, like... Yeah. Tavares was arguing with people the whole way there. I was like, Giroud's way better. Like, if you could pick whose career you had, you're taking Giroud over Tavares. These people did not understand it. I could not believe it. But then, it was unreal tonight. Giroud was yeah. Ben Central standout. And by the Glebe Central Pup. Yeah, let's do the standout. Yep, go for it. It's easily... Well, wait, if I said number one standout, yeah, it's still, it's Drew. It was okay. going to be Drew Morris. Those two guys, they stood out to me tonight. I thought Chikrin had some good pucks on net from the point. And JBD, first career goal. Like, that was awesome. Shout out to Martian. Absolutely called that. They're presented by Glebe Central Pub. Boom. Yeah, Ross. Uh, my Send Central standout presented by the Glebe Central Pub. Look at that. What a beautiful sight. Uh, was definitely going to be JBD. I mean, Martian called it. And what I like about that JBD goal so much, Ross, is he had the patience and awareness and confidence to wait for that puck to bank off the boards and then wind up for a huge slap shot. And it ends up going in traffic in front. Uh, Joseph Wall is distracted. He can't get it. And I thought that was just that's a play from JBD that we don't really expect to see from him, but it's nice that he's had enough time in the NHL that he's feeling confident enough to do that. So I love to see that from JBD. He is my central standout for tonight. Oh, you muted yourself, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Because I'm, I'm so upset. Yeah. Did I not, did I not talk myself into Jacob Bernard Docker? I don't know. Did you? No, no, I'll take G. G was great. And yeah. even before, even before the game winner, I thought G was great. I really thought he had a good game. Um, and obviously, I was watching him close after my shenanigans beforehand. But to me, like, you're, you're hoping one of your guys. And I know Tim, Timmy had a good game, too. Yeah, he was like, buzzing. You're hoping one of your your game breakers can score one more goal than the other team. And, yep. yeah, it's simple, but, like, Wall was that good. And they had nine minutes against Martin Jones, and they scored a goal, like, you can't rely on the other team starter to get hurt, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So that's not a good where strategy. It's like, no, it's definitely not a good strategy. But uh, yeah, all in all, you know what? Great night at the rink. Leave Central Pub was unbelievable. Hell yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. It's overall too bad. Yeah, it really is too bad. Anthony B saying you guys are beauty's best postcast ever. Love getting a call in from Ross at the Gleep Central Pub. It doesn't get much more postcast venting than this. So I would go in, but it like there were 41 people on the 44 seat bus. Yeah, it's probably buzzing in there. Okay, we'll 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 let you get in there and keep going. Uh, one more thing we got to talk about though, Ross. What what Wes's performance on Locked On Sense today? Four people came up to him. And was like, I was like, this is my best buddy, Wes. He goes, yeah, we heard you today on Locked On Sense. This guy is living off oh, of that. I love it. That's Wes awesome. Is, Wes is having the best night. One night in Ottawa, a guy comes home um, from New York. He's going back tomorrow. But Wes is living. So appreciate everyone who, uh, who stopped by and said hi at the game. 
That's awesome. Yeah, Wes deserves that. What an absolute legend. Uh, but Ross, the only thing more disappointing than a 4-3 loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs is having to see our dearly beloved Mark Mathot wearing a blue and white jersey. Yeah, Ross might <laughs> Ross might lose all those all those beers he had at the CTC on this one. He's falling over. This is tough. But you had a good look at that right at the TSN Broadcast Center. How Dude, gross was that? You guys saw what I saw. Like, yeah. I, I went to go get beers, and I was like, oh, Wes, let's go see Matthew. We'll say hi. And I go up, and he's wearing that. I pull my phone up right away. It was an automatic suspension. So he's going to have to come on Quick here and, and state, his, state his case because it was contact, conduct detrimental to the team. That's what it was. There's no way around it. And, yeah, it was like I, I turned the corner – <laughs> and not only is he wearing a Leaf jersey, <laughs> it's a Jeff O'Neill jersey, and it has the sponsor name on it. I was like, you are selling out for milk? <laughs> for milk? Not even no, chicken it was, for it was, milk? Oh, it, was, it was overall It was overall disgusting. I'm, I'm honestly taken aback by it. And we're, we've already had conversations. And let's just say I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. Yep. And I made eye contact with Cheryl during the during the uh, exchange, and I looked at her with the most disgusted look on my face. So she knew, and she passed that along to Mark after the game. And then we got a text, and I guess should we break the news? We may as well because we're so mad at him. Let's. He better say some nice things. Matt Matt will be appearing. Well, he's gonna be recording with Chicklets tomorrow. So we're we're gonna need at least a shout out by Matt to get back in his good books. Yeah, and I mean we're he's gonna have to face Leaf Joff Snick Joff Jock Sniffer Paul Bissonette. Now, hopefully, after a chat with Meth, we can get uh, Biz Nasty back on our side. Former guest of the Locked On Centers podcast. So hopefully, we crazy. can get uh, Biz back on the send side. It was here. just crazy. It was just crazy to see. You turn the corner and, like, I was blind to it. So it wasn't like you guys with intermission. You guys got to see that Jeff O'Neill wore it after the first period. That I was, was nice. unaware. I yeah. was unaware. Fair. So I was just, I was la di da di da just, you know, <laughs> going down, having a good time. Went to the washroom right outside uh, section 115. I'm feeling good. I was like, okay, great, you know. Now it's time for a beer, and I go. I look, and he's wearing a Leafs jersey. So yeah. it's automatic. Pull That's the phone gotta be out. A shock. Pull the phone out. Automatic, indefinite suspension, and uh, we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll discuss further tomorrow and beyond. But Philzy, you sound so good. So I was on the bus, and Blair, the owner of the Glebe Central Pub, he was sitting like two rows in front of me, and I gave him the phone while you were doing the Glebe Central Pub read, and he okay. loved it. Nice. You loved it, dude. You're killing it. It sounds so good. I want to see. Let's see if I can show everybody inside the Glebe Central Pub. Yeah, let's let's take a little MTV Cribs tour of our home, the Glebe Central Pub. And hey, so I don't think I can actually move my camera, so I'll just have to do this. Oh yeah, you're you're rocking it. Look at the vibes there. Oh yeah, people are loving it. I'm seeing a Tim Stutzler jersey in there. It's good. It's good vibes. Okay, I'll probably let you guys go right when it starts getting loud. I'm yeah. going to mute it. You take it away from here, and I'll do a little tour of the GCP while you're going through because it's full here after game on a Thursday night. Is, oh wait, Ross, is, is it full of Sens fans? Hopefully not too many Leafs fans in there. No Mix. comment. 
No comment. No comment. <laughs> okay, damn. No, that's... it's Max. It's Max. It's 50-50. Okay. That's good. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll take a quick tier I here. I love you all. Go, Sens, go. Go, Ottawa, go. The Shawarma Palace is being ordered in about 10 minutes. It's going to beat us home. We're doing the old who wins the battle. But, Pilsy, you sound great. And that's I got to tell Sens fans, like, I was, I was chirping against the Columbus game. I'm not worried. Like, this, yeah, it sucks you lose a divisional game. If they yep. play like this the rest of the year, they'll be all right. So go, Sens, go. I'll talk to you guys soon. There we go. That was Ross Levitan joining us, bringing some vibes from the Glebe Central Pub. Obviously, Ross is getting in the mix. He's had a few here. Let's let's take the tour with him here. Let's let's go around the Glebe Central Pub. Oh, excuse me. Oh, okay. And oh, we're back. We're back. There's Sen Central Star Wes. The absolute star of the show. Everybody go say hi to Wes. Go buy the guy a beer. He worked hard today in his two segments of the Locked On Centers podcast. It's not easy being a podcaster. There they go. That's a cheers. That's it for uh, Ross Levitan and our guest, Wesley Nixon. Guys, thank you for joining this episode of the Postcast 152. You coming in here to vent with me. I appreciate that. I needed that. And hey... I might not be quick on the graphics. I might not have all the stats ready to go. I can't drive the bus like Ross, but if there's one thing I can do, I can throw up an ad read and hit it out of the park. So glad to hear that uh, Blair from the Glebe Central Pub like that ad read. And hopefully you guys will check out the GCP for yourself, not just because they're partners with us, but it's honestly a great experience, objectively just a good experience for Sens fans to get on the bus, have fun, go to the game and get all the way back and then keep the party rocking at the Glebe Central Pub. So shout out the Glebe Central Pub, shout out our friends over at FanDuel, and shout out all you guys in the chat because with the postcast, we're vibing or we're venting today. We're venting a 4-3 loss at the hands of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And luckily, though, November is over. We don't got to wait days, weeks for games. We don't have to fly across the pond to play home games in Sweden. This is going to be fast. So this loss, we're not going to stew on it that long. We had our 34 minutes to vent about it. We got over it. Ross and I will recap the game in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Centers podcast. That's going to be later. It's a farm day for me. I'm bringing in 50,000 chickens to the barn tomorrow. All of them will be Sens fans, all 50,000 chickens. I will uh, make sure that they are Sens fans, not Leafs fans, not milk. You're selling out for milk. Meth? No, no, that's not what we're about here on the Locked On Senators podcast. We are about covering your Ottawa Senators as much as we can. You guys know we got the content for you, the postcast after every game. And tomorrow's Friday, so we got an episode of the Locked On Senators podcast for you. Wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, watch us on YouTube. It'll be a later drop, though, to get you going, hopefully in time for your Friday commute back from work and to get you set for the weekend and we'll preview the game up against the Detroit Red Wings. That's it for the postcast presented by the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Brandon Piller. That was Ross Levitan joining me. Thank you to everyone in the chat. We love you guys. You guys are the best Sense fans community. There's no better. No better. None better. That's for sure. So it's a 4-3 loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs, but we're bouncing back up against the, uh, the Detroit Red Wings on the weekend. Have a good night, everyone. It's the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Hit me with some go sends go in the chat, guys. Woo!